Listen every day at 1.30 for the Top 60 and 60. Hans and Scotty are announcing another member of the Top 60 players in the state of Utah as we count you down to the start of the college football season. It's the Top 60 and 60 presented by Cypress Credit Union and Icon Health and Fitness right here on the Zone Sports Network. Question of the day, what is your opinion of Kevin Durant? Back in the news with the podcast with Draymond Green, and they had their spat, but it wasn't the spat that broke up the Warriors. It was... It was the way the coach and the GM handled it. So what's your opinion of Kevin Durant? And Matt says, I can't get past how he left Oklahoma City after almost beating a 73-win team just to join the team that beat him. They could have beaten Golden State the next year. The latter can't be proven, and that's the issue. If he had to leave to get his legacy in order, why go there in the first place? Because you had to have known... It's not like, oh, wow, I didn't see that coming, that I would get criticism for joining a team that had won a title and won 142 games and blah, 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 blah. Everything was all out in front of him. So if he was worried about his legacy, why go there initially? doesn't make any sense. I think he didn't see it coming. No? Wow. So you're calling him dumb. Because it was obvious as the big old beak on my face <laughs> that that would be the criticism. It, the second he signed or announced he was going on that July 4th, the, not more than literally 10 seconds later, well, he's gravy training to a title. He's leaving the team. You can't beat him, join him. And he, he wasn't bright enough to see that? I don't buy that. So he just went for what? The titles? And then he got tired of the title, so he left? Or he got tired of Draymond's drama, so he went and joined up with Kyrie Irving to get Kyrie's drama? That's probably it. I'm, you put up with drama if guys are good. The Jarrell Brantley doesn't have any drama. Did you notice that? <laughs> <laughs> Guy, guy 10, 12, or 14 provides drama. Guy 10, 12, or 14 picks up his stuff, goes through the door, and doesn't come back. Yeah. Now, guy 1, 2, 3, or 4, all-star guy, he can provide drama. Did you ever notice the guys who have the most drama are your better players? Aaron Rodgers, drama. I mean, not yep. all better players have drama, but the guys who Russell, have it. Russell Wilson, better player, drama. Because they ha- they can get away with it. Kevin Durant, drama. Yeah, it's why I'm a drama queen at the station. Because I'm the best we've got. So I can get away with it. Obviously. I'm high, high maintenance. Cameron, one of the best players in basketball, but one of the most narcissistic people alive. Straight up tool. What is narcissistic? I mean, we threw out all all these words in the last couple years. I didn't even know what they meant. I don't believe you. You went to the Cronkite. But I would never use a word like that in print. That's different. So why would I bother with a word I'm never going to write? I don't have time for that. There's plenty of words that I could use that the average person, you're writing for a person who has a reading comprehension of a junior high student, is what they told you. So you got to keep it simple and basic. You don't use big words like that. I don't even know what it means. A condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance. A deep need for excessive attention and admiration. Troubled relationships and a lack of empathy for others. Oh, I would never have that. And I don't give a crap about you. (laughs) Thank you. See what he did there? 
Kelly says, Hall of Famer, top five most talented offensive player in the history of the game. Can't stand him as a person. Read that narcissistic thing again. Backing up to Cameron Alder. One of the best basketball, excuse me, one of the best players in basketball, but one of the most narcissistic people alive. And what's that definition again? I just closed out of it. Oh, we'll get it back. Come on. It's, it's the internet, man. You gotta, I'm getting it back. You, you're the master of juggling 87 things in the internet. <laughs> it's what you do. You sit there and look at that stuff all day long. A bunch of nonsense. I told him about some child bands, some ki- kids who do cover music out of Canada and they're really good. Yep. He must have listened to 20 songs yesterday. No, I'm not. I, I guarantee you about told six. your wife too. I did not. You will. I might. I know you will. <laughs> I'll probably forget by the time she gets home. <laughs> Narcissistic personality disorder, one of several types of personality disorders, is a mental condition in which people have an inflated sense of their own importance, a deep need for excessive attention and admiration, troubled relationships, and a lack of empathy for others. Okay, doesn't that sound like like 95% of the people on the planet? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's a touch of it, sure. <laughs> so, Durant's cover, just a regular dude, They cover man. a lot of ground there. <laughs> yes, they do. I, I'm trying to run through all the people I know, and at least to one degree well, or another... For all the people out there and all the problems in the world, how many people do you have empathy for? I mean, in some situation, you can look at someone and say, you should have had more empathy there. Now, two hours later, two miles away, they might be in a totally different situation and have a ton of empathy. And then at six o'clock that night, they might have none whatsoever. Which is why I try to never have none, so I don't get caught (laughs) up in worrying about it. That way you're consistent. Yes. I'm a, don't act like you're special. I treat everybody rotten. A deep need for excessive attention and admiration. Not a need. Everybody has a need for some attention and some admiration. But a deep need for excessive attention and admiration. I don't need anybody to tell me how great I am. I already know. <laughs> so we're done talking about Durant. <laughs> I told you yesterday, this is why he's on Christmas. People love him. They want to watch him play. He's got a ton of fans, and yet there's a bunch of people who he just annoys nonstop. Well, anybody who speaks, you're you're going to find yourself to one degree or another. If they speak honestly, you're going to find yourself one degree or another irritated at them. Kevin Durant, to me, has done nothing that he's irritated me. He's a regular dude. Everybody plays the victim. Look around in the world today. You're the reason I'm not this. Not me. You. So why would I single him out? That doesn't make any sense. I would, I would, I would be doing that all day long about virtually every player. They're gonna, uh, anybody who speaks his mind. Donovan Mitchell, for some people around here, he irritated them. Who cares what Donovan Mitchell thinks? Well, some people want to be irritated. Right. And then they want to go on social media and post about it because they have a deep need for excessive attention and admiration. (laughs) What percentage of social media posts? Oh, man. Are narcissistic. So if I'm going to apply that standard to Duran, I've got to apply it to just about everybody. Well, only if you want to be consistent. Well, I do, which is why I'm fine with him. Right. I, and I He's get a ball that. And, you really, and for all the screwing around you do, including the last three to five minutes, actually you're right back on point. And and knowing you off the air, you don't talk about Kevin Durant off the air. <laughs> it doesn't. It doesn't. Uh, just 
doesn't do it for you. I watched the gold medal game against France. I loved watching Kevin Durant. They don't win without him. It was big time moment in the Olympic sphere. And he delivered. Yes. He came through. He knew he was good. Everybody on the team knew he had it going on. He led the team to victory. That was a Friday night a few weeks back, right? If I remember correctly. Sat down 8 o'clock, 8.30 time. Made sure that we didn't go out. Or we did go out. was home by then. Because I wanted to watch the game. And I was entertained by Kevin Durant. What I'm asking of Kevin Durant, he's delivered. And yet, Jared says he went to a 73-win team to get a ring. <laughs> Unparalleled softness. Unparalleled softness. Unparalleled We criticize these guys for not making winning a priority and just making money a priority. And, and it's not going to ruin my summer. <laughs> and so he goes where he knows he can win. I don't understand that. Was it necessarily good for the league? I don't think it was bad for the league. Yeah, I'd agree with that. The thing about the super teams and locking up all the titles is that it seems it improves their championship hopes to 50-50. Recent examples. LeBron goes to Miami. Ah, they built a super team. Now they're going to win all the titles. And they're up there counting. Not two, not three, not four, not five, right? He was there four years. They won two titles. Now, he did go to the finals four times, so maybe in the Eastern Conference they would look at that a little differently. Like If you play the Heat, you're done. You can't match up. But as far as winning the title, they got two out of four. The Warriors get Durant. He's there four years. They win two out of four. Again, they go to all four, so you view it in the West differently. Because if you're the Jazz or any other Western playoff team, you think, yeah, we run into these guys. We have no chance. And the Jazz ran into them once and had no chance. So we like our unscripted drama, and they do not remove as much drama as we think they're going to or as we claim they're going to or as we suppose they're going to, but they do remove a fair bit of it. Now, LeBron goes to the Lakers, and he's one for three. He's been hurt twice. Once to the point they didn't make the playoffs, and he'd shut it down. And then they won the title. So, yeah, there's no guarantees. I already know that. So how much should we be holding these guys accountable for going to a 73-win team? In my mind, there's zero. No, there's no guarantees. Or the guarantee is that you'll win half of them, there, but you won't win them all. There's no guarantees. Nobody wins them all. Nothing. There's no guarantee that he would go and they would win. They did. Good for them. They won twice with him. So I was fine with it. And He played by the rules. He did nothing that circumvented anything. He didn't backdoor anything. He didn't whine his way out of OKC. Anthony Davis sat out games, wore a T-shirt that said, that's all, folks. And Durant competed right to the end, yeah. and then he was a free agent, right. and then he left. Right. And then he competed right to the end and was willing to push through and tear his Achilles, which is not usually good for your career, but somehow he's bounced back from it at a very high level. So I don't see what the problem is. All these guys have inflated egos. They don't live reality. They don't have to get up and go, and I wonder what my boss is thinking tomorrow, today, because I better please him or her, or else I could be out, and then I'm in financial trouble. Uh, they don't have to deal with any of that. I mean, geez, uh, I, I wonder, you know, can I get a tea time today, or whatever it is. He can, he can do whatever he wants. So they don't... They don't live normal lives. They're so wealthy that they can call their own shots. And he's the elite of the elite. 
to where he didn't have to answer to anybody. Everybody answers to him. Everybody tells him how great he is all day long because they want to be part of it. They either want to be his friend or they want some uh, kickback and some windfall that of the money he has. I can only imagine the hanger honors that must be involved. I told you the story of Matt Harpring where he makes the league and one of his former teammates at Georgia Tech calls him up and asks him if he can buy him a car. Awkward. He's barely into the league. <laughs> so I, I wouldn't have any idea what it's like. I've been around people and they've told me, but firsthand, absolutely not. And and to be, where can Kevin Durant go that he wouldn't be besieged by people? And you're expecting him to have a, a normal, humble, regular Joe attitude? Yeah, that'd be good. <laughs> Let's get that. That'd be, yeah. It'd also be fantasy. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get all this hatred for Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant is an NBA player. What Kevin Durant owes you as an NBA fan is to bust his butt when the ball goes up in the air. And from, from what I can see, from my that's, distance... That's what he does. That's what he does. That's what he does. Yes. And, and the two best examples really come late in that he was willing to play. When a lot of guys shut it down, he was willing to play, risk tearing his Achilles, and he did... And yes, modern medicine is better, and so the doctors and the trainers and physical therapists who worked with him deserve a lot of the credit because they got to do their jobs, but he still had to work a lot to come back from that. If you've ever rehabbed after surgery, you messed up your shoulder, I messed up my knee, our listeners, a bunch of them have gone through something, that's not easy, especially if you're trying to get to the level he's at. Well, like a fool to save a buck, I never went to the doctor on my shoulder. I just had you help me put my coat on for... That was awkward. <laughs> Good long while. You were in a lot of pain. You never went to the doctor? I never really? did, no. Really? No. I find that surprising sitting nope. here right now. I never But did. you also have the look on your face that I'm thinking, yep, he's telling the truth. I am. <laughs> I rubbed some Ben Gain on it and <laughs> looking back... Maybe now a, you should go. It was I, a dumb decision. Physical therapy still might help you some. It might, but... Yeah. <laughs> When it's my time, it's my time. Okay, all right. Thanks, Jersey guy. <laughs> I grew up with that. <laughs> but in the meantime, if you'd like your shoulder to work a little better, it's fine. Give you another seven yards off the tee. I, 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 over the weekend, I played f- golf with a friend of mine who was in a motorcycle accident in the fall and lost his leg. Brutal. And we went out and played. He played. He's got a metal thing and hopped, basically, after he teed off. And it was an inspiration to play 18 holes with him. And I'm going to do it again real soon because he wants to do it. So don't try to give him any uh, thing because he's not going to have it, any sympathy. I I made a joke with him. I just said, hey, I couldn't beat you with uh, two. Now, if I can't beat you with one, I really suck. And we had a little chuckle. Uh, so, I mean, my little shoulder thing, yeah, it hurt like crap at the time, I will admit, though. <laughs> but it's been a number of years. So, Durant, Durant has come through. I'm surprised there's that much negativity towards Durant, to be honest. I'm surprised you're surprised. I'm surprised you're surprised I'm surprised. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when we come back, question of the day, part two. I get paid for this nonsense. (laughs) 
Man, I may have a shoulder problem, but I don't have an employment problem. (laughs) (laughs) I got lucky in that department, that's for sure. All right, coming up, we've got uh, Chris Camerani, features writer for The Athletic. He also covers the University of Utah. He is going to join us at 8 o'clock. And Dick Harmon, sports columnist for the Deseret News, is going to join us at 9 o'clock, and we'll get his thoughts on the upcoming uh, BYU football season. DJ and PK, it's 97.5 and 1280 The Zone.